Welcome into the Wrestling Wars podcast. We are back for another week, pretty big week of wrestling news. I got my main man KB here with me of kbwrestlingreviews.com. He's a writer for wrestlingrumors.net. Wrestling Rumors, the place where you go for all news and no clickbait. We appreciate them having a clandestine relationship with us. Many of you may have come here from the wrestlingrumors.net Facebook. Sorry about that. And hopefully this can become your new favorite podcast if technology would stop working against us. It's the rise of the machines early. This is how it starts. It's not with Skynet. It's with fucking with my podcast. KB, I appreciate you. What's going on, man? Oh, not much. Just another week of filled with wrestling because WWE feels the need to put up not just a two-hour special tonight on the network, but also a two-hour special on their YouTube page that sets up the two-hour special tonight before the, like, 20-minute special on Sunday because, heaven forbid, you can go and get a pizza during halftime of the Super Bowl if you don't want to watch a bad uh, pop act. First because of all... There's no fucking chance you're getting the super pizza during the middle of the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, uh, that I already have downstairs. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that they're running this whole worldwide tournament, whatever the piss thing is, highly and unnecessarily confusing. But yes, I guess they just don't. They just want to make it difficult for people to find them. I guess I don't know. Uh, speaking of people who want to make it difficult for themselves to be found. We might have a major wrestler leaving the WWE for a show that doesn't have a TV show yet. Uh, they will. I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. I gotta give AEW a hard time. So it came out this week that Dean Ambrose was planning on leaving the WWE. I have split opinions on this. For one, <coughs> I don't think anybody would perpetrate that he has been used to the full creative envelope of his character uh, or that things have gone well for him. I think the, the highest he ever could rise would be that match with Lesnar at Mania and even that was an unmitigated flop because of the limitations placed around his character so I see it as a good move for him even if the money is a little less or I I don't think it'll be much less because I think they're going to pay him in particular as a star player so you know he's based out of Las Vegas they're going to do a lot of their stuff out of Las Vegas the money's going to be good and they're going to let him do what he needs to do he seems like the type of person and I think it was evident in that Chronicle documentary that he would be mis- is is miserable in the WWE structure now I know that the documentary is is kind of half and half you know uh half kayfabe half real but to me I think there's a lot of things that indicate that he's pretty miserable in uh in in the WWE structure so it's believable to me. However, I have a sneaking suspicion that it's all a work because he's kind of a wild card character like that. Um, they're doing this to drum up interest in the character, doing this to drum up interest in a possible program with Triple H. And they have never, ever address someone leaving in advance like this. Sure, they've talked about retirements. They've talked about, uh, you know, other things in the past, but they've never acknowledged someone's someone's contract was coming to an end and then they're going to leave. That, unless it was a work, like CM Punk. You remove all value from the character because you can't invest anything because they're leaving. And then if they're jobbing to people, people don't really take... The whole point of a job, of doing the favors for someone, is to utilize the value that your character has to help get over the other character. And if that character 
who's doing the favor, uh, you know, is everyone knows they're leaving, the value is greatly diminished because they're like, oh, okay, well, of course that other person won because this guy's leaving. What do you think, KB? Um, it's very true. There is something fishy about having the about having the announcement. Like the only time that's even remotely in the same ballpark with that, and it's certainly not the same thing, was with Goldberg and Lesnar when it became very, very clear that they were both leaving, and WWE announced it just because they kind of had to. This is they. There's no need for them to announce that Ambrose is leaving um, other than they have some kind of an agenda here. It's not something they're going to do. Why not? If he's going to probably still be in some kind of a big match at WrestleMania, he was in a, he wrestled at a house show last night. So it's not like he's just being written off completely. He's still going to be around. So uh, I don't get why I'm curious to see where that goes. Uh, At the same time, it is very, very apparent that, the Dean Ambrose we're getting is not the same as John Moxley from the independent circuit, which is a very R rated character and not someone who is going to be able to do anything, uh, on this kind of a, in this kind of a company, John Moxley is hard hitting, bloody, violent, everything you could imagine not fitting in WWE. I mean, if you look at, uh, Ambrose's Twitter, it's, they made me get Twitter and here's like four tweets from two years ago. Uh, I mean, all you gotta do he, is look at his time in the Shield to now, to see how much yeah. different he was, and how much more into his performance that he was, and how much more interesting and in- intriguing just his character work and his in-ring stuff, which which translated to what kind of character he was. How much more interesting it was than what he's been for the last year, which looks like somebody who's wrestling underwater. Yeah, I mean, you have if you remember the first Shield promo, uh, they they say. I can't remember the question they're asked, but Ambrose gives the most charismatic "nope" yeah. answer, and it's just like that was that made him look like a star from day one. And then it's just he's just now a guy in jeans who wrestles. He's not. There's no spark. I couldn't tell you what Dean Ambrose's character is because they gave him the nickname of the Moral Compass of WWE because these days that's what passes for character development. Uh, I don't see how he's a moral compass. I don't think WWE knows how he's a, how he's a moral compass, and I don't think they really care to know. But that is his character, whatever it is, and that's it. That's not something that you can grow off of. That's he's he would be just in the same upper mid card place, going from feud to feud that he's been doing for months, if not years now. And I could see how you would get really sick of that. Very quickly. Well, especially someone like him. Like, if you watch oh, yeah. any of the stuff that's been done on him, he's a he's a walk to his own drum type of cat. Yes, so. yes, he is. Um, so let's put our money where our mouth is. KB, which one are you going with? Work or shoot? What what is it? I'm gonna go with work. Um, oh, yes, I know. I, I usually don't, but I've in the last few years, I've become much more a, almost a conspiracy theorist in wrestling. Oh yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, uh, I'm still convinced to this day that the Brian thing was the plan all along. I know that sounds ridiculous. I don't, I still believe that even back in, like, the fall, that the plan all along was for Yeslemania to sweep the Superdome. Uh, but, um, I, I think with Amber, just, I don't see the point, like you said, in why announce it? 
but you are you would completely devalue everything. And this is also the time of the year where creative actually starts being creative, like starts trying. Yeah. Yes, which makes it all the more frustrating. Makes when they me all go. the more skeptical. Yeah. Again, I, you know, I, damn, that makes two of us. Then we're two and zero oh, because I, like I said, I think it's a work too. There's just there's no reason that I could think of why they would acknowledge it so openly. But. As I've said, I guess we'll find out Monday night. Because to me, if this was true, there's no reason to have him on your TV ever again. Yeah. And so, if he had, if he's in a major angle on Monday night, then... Well, I don't even know if it needs to be this Monday night. Because it, it's when, it's that like, last six weeks before WrestleMania. Though, then again, last year, WWE had John Cena and Undertaker made literally the night of the show. So, mm. you can't really tell with their time frame anymore. Well, I just I don't mean necessarily for a major storyline, just that if he's staying or not. If he's not, if he was going, there's there's no reason to put him on your show. Well, uh, at the moment, at the moment, he seems to be getting ready for a feud with Nia Jax. So, which like, could also be evidence again that he is leaving. <laughs> yeah, um, he lost clean on Monday. You don't see guys of his stature losing a match like that clean when he lost to Rollins. <sighs> I don't know. What I was about to say sounds too complex and too intelligent for the WWE, but would they, knowing they can't keep him, make it obvious he's leaving, and everybody knows where he's going, and then they just job him out to Nia Jax for three months? Um, I think if they want people to, to, leave, the, to leave the show in even faster droves than they are now, uh, they might do that. Um... By the way, everybody, important little factoid. As far as myself and KB know, the 90-day no-compete does not apply when a wrestler's contract just expires. Right. If they get released, or if they ask to be released, 90-day no-compete. But I think if their contract just expires and they don't re-sign, I don't think that applies. So, if he is done in April, he would be... Uh, able to turn up in Las Vegas at a certain large show for a certain other, another promotion. Yeah, which, and again, if he just happens to live in that town... Uh, and... and again, wh- but why would they announce it? You're basically advertising for AEW for uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah, I, 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 it just doesn't add up. But the thing is, here's where, this is where WWE... WWE does know how to do this stuff still. They just don't do it most of the year. The fact that they've got you and I sitting here debating this, yeah. and we want yep. to see where it's going, that's how they hook you. Because they they know, WWE, contrary to what a lot of people seem to believe, WWE knows, they know what they're doing with these moves when they're actually putting their effort into it. They know that, they know that they've never announced this before. Well, why are they announcing it now? Because now they've got people like you and I who study this stuff and know it better than the average fan. They've got us wondering. And if they've got us wondering, it makes it all the bigger surprise when it's just, oh, that's not what we're doing. We had you guys the whole time. They know how to do this. I complain about WWE creative more than anybody. But they know what they're doing still. They just don't do it most of the time. Speaking of them showcasing they don't know what they're doing... What was going on with the final four of the Royal Rumble last week, man? What the fuck uh, was that? Nothing good was what it was. Um, how do you go? How do you get down to Ziggler, 
Cien Almas, and then fucking Strowman and, and Rollins. Like, when you have guys like McIntyre who could have been in there, yep. uh, Rey Mysterio who could have been... Really, if you have that many guys who are there, there that late, you want to make it a collection of possible winners to give yourself yes. the most the most intriguing finish to the match. So your final five should be Orton, Mysterio... McIntyre, Strowman, and Rollins. Yeah, or even throwing Almas in there just for the sake of having yeah, a, wild a wild card. card. Yeah, but yeah, just but yeah, there's no like okay, no one in their right or wrong mind believes Ziggler was winning anything. Um, it just people are fans are smarter than that. Um, you really had I mean to be fair, Rollins was the most obvious winner ever in a long time this year. Uh, you might say Strowman had a chance, but realistically, this was Rollins to win for the last... Well, you have, to look at, you have to look at it through the lens of people who aren't us. That's like, true. We all, know, we all know all the bullshit with, with, with Strowman, but yeah. I don't think your average, you know, 10-year-old knows that shit. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, so. yeah but even then, how many people are going to believe that Dolph Ziggler is a realistic threat when no, he's... I'm talking about more, more like Strowman. Like, like, yeah, yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. That, even with, That's what I mean. Even with Strowman, you have two. Yeah, there's, yeah. That, that's... You might be able to stretch and say McIntyre, but he was gone way before the finish. So, I mean, you really just don't have a lot of viable options in there, and that, that makes for a boring rumble. Because it, it comes off more like... Yeah, these guys might have a chance, but I mean, if you compare it to last year's Final Four, which was Cena, I think it was Cena, Balor, Reigns, and Nakamura. Yeah, it's fucking that's awesome. A, that's a great Final Four. Yeah. And they they got time in that thing, too. This was just like, okay, th- this exists, and that's not a good thing to do when you're on the end of a seven-hour show. Do you remember uh, what match you graded the highest on uh, Royal Rumble? Uh, I can pull up my notes here real fast. I um, let's see here. Should probably know this off the top of my head. Why don't you but... know what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Give me one minute. I'll pull that up. Um, probably. I remember. The, I know it wasn't one of the rumbles. Those weren't really anything special for me. Um, the uh, let's see here. I've got the high one being. I think it was probably the opener with, uh, um, uh, dang it, I can't remember this. Oscar and Becky. Yeah. Oscar um, Yeah, that was a pretty good match. Yeah. Kind of weird, kind of odd to have Becky tap out clean, but I guess, you know, Oscar was this unstoppable monster for so long. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not the it's worst. Not, she's not losing to Carmella. Uh, I One of the had... few to people to not lose to Carmella. I'm this pretty sure true. I lost clean to Carmella at some point last year. Uh, I also had it as a tie, uh, Sasha and Rousey, both at a B plus. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was a good match. Like I had people texting me, like, "Oh, this is a really good match." But Sasha's uh, just been so wrecked over the last two years yes. that it's just I had never had any doubt. And that's the thing with me. That's one of the big check boxes for me. Like, if a match is a great match, is can it can it suck me in to make me doubt the finish and. Right. It's virtually fucking impossible with yeah. with what they've done to Sasha. But both girls worked real hard, and it's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good, yeah, a- and good was, action in that, it. That was the motivated Sasha, which is still there. You don't see it very often, but 
like I like like you said, I don't think anyone really bought that Banks had a had a realistic chance here, but they made it work with what they did because the Royal Rumble is the show where the single titles don't change hands very often, and it's just the here's a fun title defense. Yeah, that's, which that's was, the which Rumble. Which is what we which is which was what we got there, and that was fine. So, what do we think of uh I I the Becky Ronda interaction the promo was 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 very good everybody was raving about it the next day what'd you think um becky's was great ronda's the words ronda said were great the delivery was shaky as usual i do want to see the match though well the whole crowd was booing the ever-loving fuck out of her so yes it to was me, a that shows a lot, a ton of awareness and like ability for somebody who's so young in the business to have yeah. not have just fucking crumbled underneath that. Like that and was did, really good. To her credit, she did not crumble. Yeah. She she smiled a lot and she acknowledged it, but you have to acknowledge it when it's that harsh. Um, and it's fucking Becky Lynch. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. I would hope that nobody thought anything else was going to happen in this situation. Right. right. They they were very smart to have Becky show up too because if not, then of course. Yeah, they had to do that. There was no way around not having, especially when everybody's in town for the show. Um, you know, um, I, I do, I, I want to see the match. I, at this point though, they almost have to figure out a way. If Ronda really is leaving uh, right after Mania, they all. It's kind of hard to put that on last, knowing that it's just a matter of time until the ending. Uh, it's the ending people want to see. But uh, you know where I'm going with this. There's a certain rather tall. Oh yeah, fuck, know, I man! I mean, it's I gonna happen any fucking way. I know. It I can't be wanna... stopped. It's art imitating fucking life. Yeah, but the thing, this show needs to end. The show needs to end with Becky making Ronda tap, and with it's gonna be a matter of time if you're just sitting there waiting on Rousey to tap to leave WWE. Yeah, so, but I mean, that is and it isn't a fucking substantiated rumor. Yeah, I, at the same time, I don't want, I don't want Charlotte in there either. I like Charlotte more than you do. Well, and they but... have a, they have a, they have a perfect, they have a perfect uh, situation to book in the other matches. They could go rematch, Oscar yep. and Charlotte. Oh sure, yeah. And then Oscar is trying to defend her belt from the only person who beat her. And well, Carmella. you know, till Carmella, of course. We, yeah. You know, that's almost goes without saying. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rousey lost to Carmella at some point, too. Yeah. Pretty sure Carmella stacked every member of the women's roster on top of each other and just beat them all, like, three straight times. Yeah, with James week Ellsworth week. being there because reasons. Because Carmella is just fucking amazing that she gets to go clean over fucking Charlotte and Asuka and fucking everyone. <sighs> but anyways... Yes. You have Asuka going against the only lady who beat her clean before yep. that, um, yep. trying to defend her belt in a rematch. That'd be a perfect, you know, addition to a mm-hmm. stacked card. But yep. I think you're right because I, I wonder if that's WWE being clever or if they really don't realize that that's life imitating art and everybody got behind Becky and got fucking pissed and turned on Charlotte because it's fucking true. Anytime that Charlotte or Becky's trying to do anything, Charlotte is always somehow there and somehow involved and somehow getting into the spotlight. Into the spotlight. So does that make Charlotte uh, Hulk Hogan to Becky Savage? Mm, no, because Hulk Hogan was, I mean, that's... was the bigger star. Yeah, I know, but what I mean, that was 
basically the story that led to the mega powers exploding. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which, makes, which makes me wonder who Liz is going to be. But yeah, I could see it. I, yeah, there's, anyway, it's, it's been um, a, it's been a rumor for a long time that that was going to happen. So yes, uh, I would. Uh, Becky versus Ra- versus versus Ronda is going to be big. Uh, it's probably going to main event the show because that's what I've been hearing. Rollins, Rollins versus Lesnar just. That doesn't scream WrestleMania main event to me. It'll be good. It'll be. It a does good to me, but uh, but I think that if you have the opportunity with a match big yeah. enough to to close the yeah. show, the first time women have closed the show, you go ahead and go for it. And it yeah. just I heard that they are planning on doing that anyways. But then just serendipitously, Becky Lynch ends up being the hottest fucking thing in wrestling right at the right time. And yeah, there you it's go. also it, it, it's not like like Re- Lesnar versus Rollins is big, but it's not like this is Rock versus Cena. It's not like it's some big match that's ten miles ahead of everything else. So putting the women on there last would make it would make it historic. Yeah. As opposed to a match where it's just just another Mania main event. Well, I don't think it's quite that because, well, it is that. I think it's main event worthy, but it's the first time in since thirty, right? Since Brian that we've actually seen like, you know, the good guy's gonna win and the crowd's not gonna boo the ever loving fuck out of them, like. You're con- you're convinced that Lesnar isn't losing, or that Lesnar is gonna lose? Oh, he, f- oh. dude. I-, I would say uh, he fucking better, but dude, d- need I remind you of a little place called New Orleans last year? I mean, that was just was... stupid all around because. Well, w- WWE has a tent. Need I remind you of a place called Saudi Arabia last year, or anywhere else Lesnar wrestled until SummerSlam last year, or Saudi Arabia again when he still won. They don't have a track record for getting this right. Uh, I, well, I think there was other things going on with Strowman. I think this is the one. This is going to be the one. I, I just like that's what we said about Reigns several times. And yeah, but Reigns was of... getting the fucking shit boot out of him. Rollins has been accepted yeah. by the crowd. So yeah, I, yeah, I know. But I just it would not surprise me if we were waiting until Reigns gets healthy well, not, to take the title. It off It would Lesnar. never surprise me because WWE's fucking stupid as hell. But yeah, I hope I hope I am wrong. I absolutely hope I am wrong, because it does not make sense to not go with with Rollins winning the title. I, the story has been built up well with Lesnar having more and more trouble against smaller guys like Rollins, and have Rollins be the one who finally solves the puzzle. So what did you think of? Yeah, that could be his new thing. He's the King Slayer. He's the, he's the Ice King. He's the Beastmaster. He's the solver of puzzles. He's the puzzle builder. <laughs> um, hey, most of my walls are decorated in in uh, glued together jigsaw puzzles, so I would be completely down for well, that. I bet they are, you fucking freak. No, but anyways, uh, <laughs> um, Daniel Bryan. Speaking of things that are unique and special, Daniel Bryan. It'd been a rumor for a long time, or a lot of people have been talking shit like, "Oh, Daniel Bryan is this, you know this kind of vegan character, and he has his belt made out of made out of leather." Um, I feel like Daniel Bryan, first of all, is getting a lot of his material like straight off of memes from the internet. Because I don't know <laughs> if you've seen that before, but uh, you know, some some pita vegan whatever people went to a grocery store and were putting name tags on all the the steaks, all the the meat in the produce and meat section. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get it fresh out of the fridge thing, and it yeah. said this this cow's name was Sam, and Sam died because of your choice. 
which is not correct because if Sam is already sitting there in the wrapping paper, then he has already been killed. It has nothing to do with my choice. Uh, but that's what they were doing, and now Daniel Bryan was talking about how the cow that was killed to make the championship belt was uh, Daisy had a name and all that. I think the throwing it in the trash can thing was a little bit uh, cliched. Yeah, kind of cliched, kind of a trope at this point. Like no one gives a shit. Like it was crazy when Shane Shane Douglas did it, you know, 50 years ago, and it was crazy when uh, Laundra Blaze did it. But now it's just you know. It's been done. And then, then didn't Jack Swagger do it when he I became think ECW so. I mean, champion? And then not yeah. only that, but you already had Dean Ambrose burn the jer- burn the shield vest, which is a similar enough concept, like, what, three months ago? So it's not like it's even fresh at this point. So what do we think of Daniel Bryan's new vegan-approved belt and what's been going on with this character? I love the character. Uh, the belt, sure, why not? If it's something he would do. And it's something unique enough, even though it looks like it's made of wood and hemp. But Because uh, it, it is made out of wood and hemp. Yeah, I didn't know if the wood was actually... I knew it was hemp. I didn't know if the background was made of wood, which was... A, From like, a fallen tree, sir. Yes. Nice touch. He broke it all down, yeah. Nice touch, nice touch. Um, I like that. Um, it's, uh, it's something he would do. And I, I can... I love it when characters do things where this is what they would do. It's not something that's just they've been told to do by people who don't. <laughs> our, our expectations are so low at this point. I love it when characters do things that they should do. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, I mean, you know full well today Hulk Hogan would be talking in, his, in the very WWE-specified method of speaking mm. because they could manage to screw up that character. Um... But yeah, I, I like it. It I like him having a follower too, someone who has been. I was waiting for fucking uh, Harper to come out too. They both could be all. They could be all beardy eco terrorist. Yeah, group. I, I I do like how they they even. It's not even a completely new character for Rowan because when he was in Survivor Series, I think it was 2014. He was this intellectual who was like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that for, when he, for like for a like, week. For like a week, yeah. Yeah, I like it's. I mean, Rowan. He's a monster. It's not like I mean the Bludgeon Brothers worked, but I mean they must got... uh, he must be an awesome guy backstage, man, because they just keep finding different shit for him to do. Like I've never I I, have to, I would have to think hard to think of because okay, there's guys like Heath Slater that have been around forever. Yeah, there's people who've been around forever, but they've come up with like four different characters, like developed characters for Rowan. Like yeah, four di- like he was. Uh, he was Rowan in NXT, then he was in the Wyatt family, then he was in the Bludgeon Brothers, now he's eco-terrorist, then he was the smart, weird guy with the fucking cheap mask, then yeah. he was this this eco-terrorist with uh, Daniel Bryan. That's five fucking characters they come up with. Different, yeah. developed, like, serious characters that they come up with for one person. That's... And the good, the good sign for me, that's how it used to work back in the day. You would just keep messing with stuff until you found what worked. A great example would be Kane, who had every stupid character you can get until they found what worked. And then it became for a long time, here's your character. If you can't get it over, you're out of here. No, not out of here. You'll just hang around for 10 years doing nothing. Yeah. Like Chris Masters, for instance, whose gimmick is he's strong. End of his character. And they wonder why he never got over among various other reasons. But now, at least with Rowan, they're trying stuff. They did it with Harper. They're trying stuff to see what fits him. And if it works well for him, so be it. Good. 
Uh, it, there's nothing wrong with developing a new talent or a new character for a talent. Um, but yeah, it, it, I like the belt. It, it's it. I mean, it's only going to last until Brian's no longer champion, but it works. Why not? I feel like, uh, and this kind of harkens back to the Royal Rumble slash the uh, Monday Night Raw, because you know when they said they're going to bring new, fresh faces and characters to the show, uh, what you thought of in your mind was fucking Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. So Jeff Jarrett and Elias are going to wrestle. And Elias is a person who, when we're talking about character development, he's a guy who makes me, who I think of when I think of, like, I feel like the WWE just, like, they didn't think past the initial, what this character was going to do and be. And then yeah. it got way more over, way faster than they thought. And, like, this yes. character just has kind of hit the ceiling of what, like, where does it really go from here? you got to figure yeah. something else out because the guy got super over great look, great on the mic, and he's just sort of been doing the same thing for the last year, and usually that same thing doesn't include major spots on major shows. He'll have, like, a segment. Kind of yeah. like the New Day. He's the white New Day. I'm not touching that one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't... I do kind of like that they turned him heel again because Elias as a face doesn't work. It's yeah, it's not... kind of strange. Yeah, he just he it fits better. Uh, Jeff Jarrett comes off like, well, we couldn't get Honky Tonk Man, so here's the best we got. Which, I mean, to be fair, Honky Tonk Man's probably pushing seventy by this point. So, uh, the, the, there's definitely talent there, but he's got to eventually like do something other than just doing the same stuff. Like, I mean, he can keep doing the songs and everything, but he needs to like win something. I don't remember a major match that he won other than that alleged ladder match that they had at TLC where they couldn't decide the rules throughout the show. Uh, he doesn't really win anything. He just kind of appears. And he even wrestles, the... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, to be fair, you could argue he probably shouldn't be wrestling that much because he's not great once the bell rings. But the character is well, over. I don't know how we would know. Uh, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, the character is over. That gimmick is going to work. He can do that forever. Yeah. Just, I mean, I know it's cheap heat, but insulting the crowd because, like, local sports teams or whatever, just your town sucks. That's worked forever, and it's going to keep working forever. So it's better than sitting there than having them sit there in silence and not caring about what you're doing. So what yeah, else are we looking forward to on Raw, KB? Other than Jeff Jarrett being back on my TV screen in 20, 2019. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, there's always going to be Baron Corbin, because we're just that lucky. Um, as he continues, to, I believe you called it working uh, wrestling as a Ruby Tuesday waitress waiter? Uh, Ruby Tuesday manager. Yeah. Ship he, manager. He, I don't know why that's still a thing, but... Uh, allegedly because his body looks terrible. Uh, so he can wear a fucking metal band shirt over the top of it, like he did, like he was before. Yeah, well, again, this was their, this was Creative's one idea for him, and it's time to move on. Uh, other than that, uh, Roll the build for Rollins should be good. Um, Finn Balor, I'm curious where they're going with him. I'm not wild on seeing him fight Lashley, but, uh, I mean, it's better than him doing nothing, and he might actually win something out of it. Uh, let's see. Um, Revival continues to just exist. Like most of the tag division. I don't even want to think about that. I don't want to think about the tag yeah. division. My God. Oh, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I saw a report from a house show last night 
Revival goes 25 minutes against Rude and Gable. Of course they did. Described as a classic old-school tag match. Of course they did. Cutting off the ring and just a great match, easily the match of the night. But... WWE house shows are fun, man. For anybody oh, out there listening that hasn't been to one, uh, shit like that happens all the time. I saw um, The Miz and Randy Orton do a 30-minute world title match in 2010 or something like that, and it was yeah. it was killer. Earlier this year, I got to see Brian and AJ have a 25-minute match with stuff they haven't done in their, te- in their televised matches yet. It was great. So check out house shows is the point of this. Yeah, check out house. There's nothing going on interesting going on in Raw SmackDown, but check out house shows. Now, you might get an Aiden English uh, Shelton Benjamin tag team, which, yeah. Sweet. That was the, that was the big comeback from intermission. They were in a, a, a six-man together, just in case you needed to see that in your life. What people need to see in their life is your newest e-books. KB, yes. where, where can they get those? Uh, they can pick those up at uh, uh, kbwrestlingreviews.com. It has a full list of everything I've got. Uh, the uh, the latest one has been delayed mainly due to me having to me racking up a lot of therapy bills. Uh, the new one is going to be the first half of Nitro and Thunder from 2000. As I delve Ooh. into the as I delve into the world of Vince Russo's WCW, and it's worse than you remember, if that's possible. Good lord, maybe we'll do. That's what we'll do for our for our Facebook Live content that's coming up pretty soon for the Wrestling Rumors Facebook pages. We'll do live watches of a random Thunder from early two thousand or something. What did I do? What did I ever do to you? I, me? You? I'm the fucking. You're make writing books about it. I know. I'm just doing this for the love of the game. So I had to watch every Thunder from two thousand. Why would I have to? Why would I subject myself to that again? Because you know the people want it. You guys can find me. I always forget my own Twitter. Uh, MTYNCL on Twitter. Is that even it? Probably not. Hold on. Let me look. Why do I forget my own Twitter every week? We're, we're rattled because we had so many issues. Techno- technological problems. Yeah, MNCVKG. That is that is my Twitter. So if you want to follow me, if you got suggestions, you got stuff you want us to cover, uh, we always love doing mailbag segments. Uh any feedback that you guys have, please hit me up. Uh, MNC VKG, I'm always down to chat some wrestling. I had to get into a fat-ass argument with a few people over the week uh, on Ryan Satin's Twitter because they were saying ignorant stuff. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Thank you again. Uh, WrestlingRumors.net. All news, no clickbait. Check them out. We will see you guys next week. Remember, the card is always subject to change. We'll be back.
side.